Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what a SSR is. An SSR is a solid state relay, okay? Now, um, in the world of off-grid and solar and all that kind of stuff, um, an SSR or solid state relay can be used for many different things. The most common scenario that you would use a solid state relay would be to let's say you have your solar system and your batteries are fully charged and um, the batteries cannot take in any more power right because they're full but you still have all this energy or power that your system technically can still produce right so what we would call what we would refer to is a diversion or dump load now, dumping the extra power, that means your batteries are full and you have this power that you can still send somewhere else and still utilize it instead of it just being tapered down or turned off until the batteries drop, you know, in, in its voltage, then it, the charge controller kicks back on to make up that difference. Well, with the SSR or solid state relay, you're able to use all the extra power that normally would not be used. And an SSR comes in DC or AC. Okay, and um, you can do so many things with it. It's actually a very unique um, type of relay. Uh, they come in different voltages. Um, you, if you're thinking about, you know, getting a SSR solid state relay, um, do some research on the one that you're thinking about buying because not all solid state relays are the same. They're going to have, first of all, like I said, it's either going to be DC or AC. And when I say DC or AC, I'm referring to the the appliance or something that you're planning on turning on a solid state relay basically is a glorified switch okay it's an automated switch in a sense um on a solid state relay you have four terminals on one side of the the solid state relay you will have the where the signal is coming in okay so that's going to be uh how do i explain this okay so on a charge controller um uh, we can we can designate um, when we want to dump all the extra power that we have, right? Um, on that charge controller, like a midnight solar charge controller or outback solar charge controller and some others, um, they have a feature in there where it's a diversion load. And you get to pick at what point do you want the extra power to be diverted. And if you select it and enable it, there's a relay that's at the bottom of the, most of them, it's at the bottom of the charge controller. And what it is, is it's sending a basic 12-volt signal, just a 12-volt. Uh, it's usually positive and negative, obviously. Uh, and then that would go into one side of the solid-state relay. So essentially what happens is when the batteries get full, and de determining what the set points is that you have set up on your charge controller and it goes into that dump or diversion load it'll go ahead and and send a the 12 volt signal down the line and actually engage the ssr the solid state relay it's going to either go open or close right 
just like a light switch, open, close, open, close. And if there's not enough power to di divert, it'll actually close it, right? So nothing going through the line, no signal. But when you do have enough power or extra power, it'll go ahead and energize that 12 volt and energize that relay, okay? So now you might be thinking, okay, so I it's going to energize the relay, but now what happens? How do you hook up the rest of it? Okay, so on the other side of the solid state relay, you have two terminals. And that's actually where you would um, plug in your wires for either your DC or AC appliance, right? So the best scenario I'm going to give right here is, um, let's call, let's say you have a water pump, a 12-volt water pump, okay? Um, all you have to do is basically you take the negative, the negative goes directly to the battery, Okay, so the positive and negative from the pump does not go to the solid state relay. Only one line does. Think about it like a light switch for your home, right? You only have the usually the black wire that's going to the switch, right? And then coming out of the switch. The your white wire is actually a calming wire which is all twisted together, right? But in the sense of DC, you're thinking you have a positive and negative. And in, in a sense you do. Um but when but when using the solid state relay, you are connecting your pump, the negative, directly to the battery, okay? Now the positive wire that's coming off of that pump, let's, let's imagine you had a piece of string or a piece of wire that's long, okay? All you're going to do is cut that wire directly in the middle, okay? And you're going to install those two pieces, those, that middle spot where you cut into the two terminals on the solid state relay, right? So you're going to have the pump, you're going to have the wire coming, the positive side coming from the pump, it's going to go to one terminal on the solid state relay. And then you're going to have another wire that's coming from the other terminal from the solid state relay going back to the actual positive on the battery. Okay, that's how it makes the complete connection. And so now what happens is when the charge controller gets engaged to dump the load or dump the extra power, it sends that 12-volt signal down the line to tell the solid-state relay to open or close, okay? It'll go ahead and close the relay. That way it makes contact. And basically, it's actually like turning on the light switch. It'll now turn on your pump. Because remember, your negative is already connected to the battery, and essentially the positive is just going through the solid-state relay, going back to the positive. So other than that, it would the pump will never run unless the diversion load is activated. Okay, so there's many scenarios that you can use this for. You can use it for DC pumps. You can use it for AC pumps. So I'll give you an example of how this kind of works a little bit. So. Um, let's say you have your solar system and you have a DC heater heating element to heat hot water. So when your charge controller gets into the set points of where the batteries are full and you because know, here's the thing, you can really adjust the settings, right? Um, on when you want the diversion load to kick on and so forth, right? So you want to do some research into your own charge controller because it's very customizable. So my settings may not be the same as your settings, obviously. But once it hits that feature and it enables that that dry contact, that relay on top of the charge controller, it'll send that signal down the line. So let's say you had a DC heater element. You would t The DC heater element technically has no negative or positive, okay? So 
you would actually just, it'd be wired the exact same way. Just don't treat the DC heater element as a negative and positive because there is none. When the positive and negative get connected together on that line, it generates heat through the heater element, which heats the water itself, right? So that would be one way, but you'd still have to connect it through the battery itself, okay? So same way you did the water pump is the same way you're going to do the heater element, right? So you're going to have a positive wire coming from your battery. It's going to be going to one side of the heater element, okay? And then on the positive side, you're going to have coming from your battery, going through the solid state relay, and then returning back to the other terminal on the heater element. That way, when the charge controller says, okay, we have a lot of power or the batteries are full, we can now go into diversion mode. Once it does that, it'll send the signal down the line to energize that solid state relay to open or close, depending on which one you have. Uh, it'll open or close it, and then it'll go ahead and energize that heater element to start heating hot water. So that is one way um, a lot of people use a solid state relay is to actually heat hot water. And I actually did that for uh, quite a while. So in my first cabin, I had it set up in that fashion. Uh, and then on my new home, I actually did um, for my biodigester, in fact. So my biodigester, I was using a heater element in order to heat the, the mass that's inside the biodigester to create more biogas. And that's how I had it hooked up because I do have quite a bit of extra power that's not being used once my batteries are full, right? So I was going, I was using the dump load feature to now heat the water in my, um, you know, biogas digester. And it worked great. Um, but there's pros and cons. I'm going to go into another episode at some point talking about a completely different way of actually wiring up your dump load that is way more efficient than the current way I'm, I'm explaining now. But what I am saying is the current way that I'm explaining is the basic way that most people hook their stuff up. Um, it works. It, it absolutely does work. Um, but I did find out some things through testing. Um, there's a better way to actually achieve the same thing um, without actually going through any of your batteries. Okay. Um, we'll go into another point. I'm also going to make a video that's dedicated to that on my YouTube channel, Modern Off Grid DIY. And I'm going to explain what I found out and I'm going to explain everyone which direction maybe they should be going. Um, but if you're just looking for a basic setup, um, that would be the basic setup, right? Make sure you set the set points on your charge controller, enable it for diversion load, um, run your signal wires from the charge controller to the solid state relay, and then make sure that you're always running the positive. Actually, you could run the positive or negative, but I personally run the positive through the solid state relay um, as the switch side to go ahead and turn on or turn off. And it works very well. Um, there's many situations that you can use this for. That was two... Two examples of DC, right? Running a DC pump and a um, DC um, hot water heating heating element. Now you can do it on an AC side, right? <clears throat> so the, how how does that work? So when you buy your solid state relay, like I said, you have to pick which voltage you're going to be going with. You're going to be going with AC voltage or DC voltage. So if you're trying to power an AC appliance, make sure you get a solid state relay that is made for AC, okay? It's going to serve you a lot better. There's a reason why they make two different models, right? AC or DC. So just make sure it's AC enabled if you're trying to power a um, AC appliance, right, from your diversion load. It works exactly the same way as the DC, except the voltage, the voltage is different, right? 
the AC or DC. So, um, you know, you can wire many things up. You can wire like some external lights. You can wire a, um, a heater to turn on or an AC unit to turn on when you have extra power. Um, basically you just wire it through a switch. So the, like a regular plug, you would wire the plug through the solid state relay. And then when the charge controller engages, it'll go ahead and turn on that plug, right? Um, the only difference is, is that you're not running it through a battery. You're running it through your breaker panel because it takes AC to run that appliance, right? So you're basically skipping the battery part because you're not running a DC item. You're running an AC item, but the principle works the same. You're just basically installing the solid state relay in line on the positive side, or you can run on the negative too, but I run on the positive. Uh, and then from there, it'll energize that plug. And whatever you have plugged into that plug will turn on. So if you have like a window AC unit that's plugged into that plug, every time the charge controller says, hey, we have extra power that we can start dumping, it'll energize that, that solid state relay. And it also in energize that plug, which is now energizing the window AC to turn on. And then obviously when there's you know not enough power or you're using enough power where the batteries now need the actual solar power and not your diversion it'll go ahead and turn off automatically so that's the whole point of having a solid state relay to basically act as a switch between whatever you're trying to turn on and off um, just make sure you pick the right voltages because there's many different voltages so when you buy a solid state relay not only can you buy them in ac or dc but the voltages is a big deal. So if you're trying to run, let's say, a 112, 120 volt AC appliance, make sure the voltage is within the voltage range of the AC solid state relay that you're, you're thinking about purchasing. Okay, that way the appliance that gets that gets energized will actually work. Okay, if you get one that's lower than the voltage that it takes to actually run it, then you're going to burn up your your solid state relay. Okay, because it's not made to run on that voltage. Um, that you're trying to power okay so just be cautious uh, and then on the dc side it's a big swing it can go from three volts up to 24 volts or it can go from like say five volts up to um, 70 volts or 60 volts or 48 volts it just depends on the model for dc as well so um, pay a little bit of attention to the two the two main things first of all if you're running a ac or dc appliance because that's going to determine what type of solid state relay you're going to get then also the voltage that it needs to be within okay because when you buy a solid state relay it gives you a a range and anything within that range you can run on that solid state relay but if your appliance that you're trying to run is higher than the range that that solid state offers you're going to end up um probably melting your your um, solid state relay because it's just not made to run at that voltage that the appliance is demanding, right? <clears throat> so, um, you know, there's a lot of scenarios you can use it for, lots of scenarios. I really, really like that fact that they that you can do that because it really makes it versatile um, for you to be um, experimental, you know? Um, like in my case, I have so much extra solar power that I could run all kinds of extra things you know, instead of my solar system just kind of sitting idle, um, there's so much extra things that I could be running. And, you know, you might have some ideas. Maybe you just want to run a heating light or 
um, you know, whatever. I mean, there's so many things you could run off of it. So anyway, that was just a quick introduction into SSR, solid state relays, and kind of how they work. If you're interested in learning more about that, um, I do have quite a few videos on my YouTube channel. Um, definitely check out my YouTube channel because I actually cover a lot of this stuff in a video form. But the podcast allows me to kind of explain more um, about what each thing does right and how you can implement them and use them in maybe a different scenario than i used it in the video um, so if you're interested to see how to wire it um, if maybe my explanation was not clear enough for you um, look on my youtube channel because i actually show you how to wire the solid state relay itself and how to make it work okay so anyway guys thanks for tuning in for the podcast stay tuned we got a lot more information coming up what i'm trying to do is um, answer a lot of questions that i get a, a lot of um, from actually my YouTube channel and then a lot of topics that um, I just want to cover in general that I think people can find value in. So definitely stay tuned, guys. We have a lot more stuff coming up. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.